0: 99 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer. You, you take, take one down, down, you pass it around. 98 bottles of beer, beer on the wall, 98, 98 bottles hey, of beer. On the everyone. Oh, click track is still on. Let me turn that off here. Hey everyone. Welcome to Beers in the Basement, episode number 17. It's Saturday, about 6:22 in the evening, on April. I think it's the sixth today. And here in New Jersey, what a beautiful day it has been. I'm going to bang this out. This will be a short one, just me. I have to get back outside. I need to make a little fire in the backyard or something outdoorsy. I've been outdoors all day today, and I just want to keep that up because it is amazing out there. Early spring, no bugs are out yet, no ticks, none of that stuff. Getting the yard in order, lots of fun, lots of fun. Today might be, I don't want to call it boring, but I have a beer that you're going to say, ah, Pete, really? That's not very exciting at all. But it's exciting for me, so I'm going to talk about it briefly. And it's going to be just me today. And the beer that I have is Molson Golden. Molson Golden. I've been drinking this stuff for years. It's one of my go-tos. If I don't want a light beer, Coors Light, as you guys know, is my standby. But if I want something with a little more body, a little more flavor, I'm going to be inclined to go with a Molson beer. And I abandoned them for a long time. It was sort of a... You ever have a, a beer, perhaps, that you drink with a specific friend? For some reason, it's like that's what you guys drink. Well, Molson has been that beer for me, my buddy Scott. And he moved to Virginia years and years and years ago. And then I was hanging out with another friend not too long ago, and he brought over some Molson's. And I, I, it's almost like I forgot how good they were. It took me back to another time, another place, and just fond memories. Isn't that funny how, how last week Mike and I were talking about smell can be a real trigger for memory. I think, uh, same thing goes for beer, really flavor beer. You associate it maybe with certain people that either introduced it to you or you had a certain fun party that you were at and it was there or a certain buddy that you would drink it with all the time. Well, Molson's that beer for me. In this case, it's Molson Golden though. And I'm going to pour this right into this. I have a Pilsner glass with me today, not my standard pint glass, I guess, but so descriptive-wise, it's not the most exciting beer. Again, I mean, it's very commercial. It's very typical. It's very standard. But I will tell you that it's extremely smooth. It does have some flavor. It's not too sweet, though. I find uh, beers sometimes like Budweiser, they almost have a, a, a sugary taste to them. They're, they're very sweet. This one isn't as bad as that. Still has a little bit of a malty flavor, um, I had one before this, so I didn't make a big sip reveal to give my initial impression because I've been doing yard work all day. I'm allowed to have a beer shut up. So I'm looking at it now, and it's really light color, really, really light color. I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to tell this out in a lineup from any of the other millions of just commercial beers that are out there, but this one's one of my favorites. I like it a lot. I'm going to take a little sip here now. Yeah, not too sweet, nice malty flavor, no bitterness at all, and just darn smooth. Reminds me of summer and hanging out and having a good time and just brings back a lot of fond memories, and it's so easy to drink. I mean, in the world of IPAs and complicated flavored beers, ones like this sometimes just stand out that if I'm faced with a cooler with all these exotic choices... I might grab the Molson, not even going to lie. I like to be experimental sometimes, but sometimes just the old standard does it for me. And from what I understand, you know, they have the big Canadian leaf on there or the maple leaf. And I always thought they were Canadian. So I did some, some really quick homework because I wanted to have a little information for you guys listening that even though they're still brewed in Canada they're actually part of the Coors family. So they're owned by Coors. I guess, I don't know if Molson, it says Molson Coors Canada, so I, I guess maybe they merged instead of just being bought out outright, but I guess they're under the same same family, let's put it. Which I thought was interesting because I always thought it was its own separate entity. Um. These are five percent ABV, which you know is kind of your standard. I guess probably in line with with whatever other regular beers like a Budweiser or a regular Coors would be. And uh, apparently, it's the oldest brewery in North America. So that's going to include Canada. I I think America alone, maybe I heard Yingling or something, was the oldest American brewery. But in the entire continent, North America, apparently Molson is the oldest. So that's kind of cool. They've been around for a very long time. And it's a goddamn delicious beer. Not much to review on it, you know? I mean, what else can you say? I I talked about it for a few minutes, and I'm going to get on with it. I mean... I'm going to be drinking this, and it's good. It's good stuff. Have you ever had Molson Ice? That one's good, too. That one actually has a little bit of a, I don't know if I would describe it, a, a metal, kind of metal-y flavor, if I remember. And then there's um regular, I think there's a regular Molson, a Molson Ice, then this is Molson Golden, they have Molson Triple X, they have a whole bunch of different types of Molson. This one's probably my favorite out of them, though. I have tried them all. Either that or Molson ice, because I think the ABV is a little bit higher, so you're gonna get a little more bang for your buck as far as that goes. But the golden, in my opinion, has has is the is the champion of flavor in the Molson family. Now, with that being said, I had a couple things that I wanted to talk about. Nothing crazy again today. This is gonna be a chill day. I'm I'm ready to get back outside and just hang out and just enjoy the, the evening after a very productive day in the yard doing all kinds of stuff. But I did want to mention I'm doing this podcast and it's been a lot of fun. And we have a bunch of listeners. I just hit a milestone as far as downloads go. This is episode 17. We've had a couple people in here, Mike, Sebastian. We have more planned. And um, I'm really having a lot of fun doing this. I don't ever want this to become something where I feel obligated to. And it was funny because last night, I tried to record episode 17, and it just wasn't working out for me. I tried it three or four different times, and I, I said, fuck it. I, I threw it in, threw in the towel, just kind of gave up, and and I couldn't go on anymore. And I was down in the basement for an hour and a half, and I kept recording over and over and over. And something kept coming up that I wasn't happy with, or I said, oh, I, I can't talk about that. And, all. and then I got annoyed. I said, fuck it, and I went to bed. And then I slept on it because I feel that any important life decisions that you have to make sleep on it at least one night just sleep on it and that goes for virtually anything in life unless of course there's a bear in front of you and you're trying to decide to crawl up into a ball or to run away obviously you're not going to be able to sleep on it but important life-changing decisions or just important uh, decisions in general sleep on it sleep on it sleep on it so i woke up with again the realization this is fun. I don't want to get stressed out about this shit. So as long as it's fun, I'm going to keep doing it. Keep sending emails. Uh, I've had a couple suggestions of different beers, um, and I'll touch on those. One was actually to uh, to try the Evil Genius Adulting, which, you know, is great. Um, I, I have tried that one, and maybe I'll review that in coming weeks, but I just did the Stacy's Mom, so I didn't want to just jump into another Evil Genius beer right away. But that'll be coming up. And again, if you want to reach out, hit hit me up at beersinthebasementpodcast at gmail.com. And I think all of our technical woes have been situated, except for episode 15, I think on Spotify, it still shows it as an hour and a half episode, and it's only a half hour. So I don't know what the problem is with that. I can't seem to get it fixed. If any of you tech nerds out there can help me out with that, that would be awesome. Otherwise, everything is good. We're back up and running. And um, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Podcasts, they're, I don't know, they're, they're changing around something where it's not a part of Google Music, they have their own podcast thing now, anyway, you'll find us there. And on the subject of having fun and doing this, I was trying to think about what got me started with this, and I know I had talked about this in earlier episodes, how Howard Stern was an influence, um, and how I just like talking in general, and once I get going, you can't shut me up unless my wife will say all right settle so <laughs> she'll give me a subtle cue i'm like all right dude just simmer down but um it goes back really far i used to record television because it was uh maybe a show that was on really late at night or um that was, or, I, or I wasn't available to watch it and I would record it on this tape recorder and I would listen back. And and that was almost like talk radio. And I loved it. I loved listening to it. And now that didn't work with every show. The show in particular that I used to do this to was called It's the Gary Shandling Show. And it was on back in the day, I I, I want to say late 80s, when the Fox network was just coming out. And it was on around the times when Married with Children had their debut. Who didn't like Married with Children? I mean, what 12, 13-year-old is going to say, no, I didn't watch Married with Children, if you were 12 or 13 back in the day? Um, So the show, It's the Gary Shandling Show, was perfect, 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 because it was all about about the dialogue. Uh, You didn't need a lot of visual cues. So it was such a great thing to record, and I had a little cassette player, and I would record it, and then I would listen to it at a later time, and sometimes I would listen to it multiple times, and I think that is a part of why I like to do this, because I've always liked listening to other people talk, for whatever reason. I love music, don't get me wrong, but sometimes I get annoyed with music. I think commercial radio fucking sucks. I've been doing pop music recently, and um, I'm okay with it, Ariana Grande, stuff like that, Love that kind of stuff, but, you know, the rock stations around here, it's the same bullshit. I mean, talk about classic rock. At this point, classic rock should be qualified as antique rock, and we've heard those goddamn songs. Don't get me started on why they're musical geniuses, all that shit, but God, I can't listen to Led Zeppelin anymore. I just can't do it. I don't want to listen to Tom Petty. I like him, but fuck, I'm, I'm over it. And that's all these stations seem to play, and the new stuff just kind of sucks. Either the, the musical quality isn't there, um, it's overproduced, it sounds too fabricated, it sounds too, like... They're doing too much studio magic, it's really hard to hear the instruments as as a musician, like nothing sounds very authentic like it would if you were to pick up a guitar and start playing. It doesn't sound like that, it sounds so compressed and just crazy. So sometimes I just say, you know, what, I get so annoyed by it. I'll put, I'll still now put on something like NPR, uh, you know, just to hear someone just talking about, it, even if it's news or whatever. Uh, and I have a good time with that. I'll listen to other podcasts, not beer podcasts. I, I don't want to. I want to stay original as far as what I'm doing here. Um, but I'll listen to other podcasts out there, and they all do such a great job that it's been a lot of fun. So then, aside from doing these recordings or recording the TV and listening back to it. A friend of mine used, to, uh, and I used to do these uh, prank phone calls, and I would love to find – we have we have cassette tapes because that was when the Jerky Boys were popular, and they were definitely an inspiration as far as prank calls go. And a friend of mine and I used to cut gym class, and the gym teacher didn't care because we were, like, the assholes in the class that weren't really trying, and we would sort of ruin the game for everybody else. We were playing volleyball, and we would just, like, smash it, you know, into outer space and not really give a fuck. I was, I was a dick teenager, you know, but whatever. A lot of us were, but you know, so we would cut and he would know, you know, he would see us goofing off around the payphone on the outside of the school while everybody else is running laps and stuff. And we would stand there and we would call these 1-800 numbers. And with this little tape recorder, we would record these goofy phone calls that we used to make. And that was another example of why, where this sort of passion, I guess, came from of wanting to do this. I've, I've always been... Willing to speak and always have something to say about something. And it's been a lot of fun. So I'm going to take another sip of this Molson here. Mm. Man, this is a really good, nice spring day beer. Can't go wrong with it. So promoting beers in the basement, what do you guys think about Instagram? And I know this subject's been kind of beaten to death, but I I had some recent thoughts on it. And I bailed on social media around, well, Facebook. I still have a Facebook, but I very rarely use it. I use the Marketplace now, which is actually pretty good. If you haven't done that yet, check it out. It's like a Craigslist, but you can see the person selling the shit, which sort of maybe creates a little bit more of a... um, level of trust per se you can say oh that's a regular dude or a regular chick they've had an account since 2008 you know still meet at a police station or whatever but you can you know you can kind of figure out who you're dealing with uh ahead of time and you can get a lot of good deals I'm, I'm looking at some stuff on there right now um so I'm not I'm not promoting Facebook by any means because the whole point of where I was going with this was that I'm not really a social media guy and I've had the same profile picture up for I don't know seven years now or something like that maybe give or take I I don't remember but don't use it often but I did start getting into Instagram maybe a few years ago two years ago or something not not too long ago and I really liked it because it was about the photographs and the artistic vision that people have and and you could kind of scroll through and just like stuff that you saw Uh, But now it's giving me the same feeling that Facebook used to, which is why I bailed on Facebook, is I just don't feel good. I, I don't put my phone down and say, ah, I feel good now that I've scrolled through everybody else's highlight reel in their lives. I feel a little obligated to still participate because close friends are going through milestones in their lives, and I don't want to be a dickhead and not you know, quote unquote, heart their stuff. But it becomes more of a chore. And I feel a little obligated. And I think the artistic pictures are really going to the wayside. I mean, it's become either baby parade or um, inspirational quotes. And I know I talked about this before, as I often do when I'm a little more passionate about a specific subject. And I that kind of brings me to the Instagram for Beers in the Basement. This is the first time I've had a separate Instagram where I'm actually trying to promote something. And I I hate social media, but I think it's one of the only ways you can get out there and promote a product that you have. And let's call Beers in the Basement a product. I'm not trying to sell anything, but... I would like people to tune in, so how are people going to learn that this is a thing if I don't go out there and try to make you aware of it by distributing my product, by talking about it, whatever. And I'm going to be doing more things like that, like going to Brewfest, and I'll have little business cards and all that, that's another story. Um, So then I start, Mike and I were kind of doing it, and I asked him, I said, let me sort of wrangle this, you post the stories, um, and I'll take care of the, you know, who we're going to add and commenting and that kind of stuff. And that was cool. I wanted to be a little selective about who I wanted to add. And it just, you know, here we are, I guess I started this in December and I still only have maybe, I don't know, 103 followers, which is nothing. So I asked this one dude who had 20,000 followers, something along that those lines. And, and he was only following like a hundred people. I'm like, holy shit, how did you do that? So I sent him a DM. I said, Hey dude, I just noticed your, um, you know, your, your profile. Do you mind me asking how you did that? Because, uh, that I would love that to be beers in the basement, you know? So people can become aware and tune in and listen. And the response was basically a marketing firm that, I'm gonna I'm gonna sum it up here a little bit. Basically said, if you want twenty thousand followers, pay us money and we'll make it happen. And I just said, oh man, I said sorry. I I didn't realize. Um, you know, maybe a little naive of me. I probably should have guessed that it was something like that. Um, but I I, I said sorry, sorry for wasting your time. I'm Not really interested in that. And it was frustrating. So I started adding people like crazy. I wanted to be a little more exclusive at first. But I'm like, fuck it. Let me just add breweries. Okay, let me just add random people. And other people are starting to add me. And then we get up to like 120 followers. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And two days later, I look again. We're back down to like 100. I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on here? Do people just, I, I don't understand it. Like, they, they start following you and then, I don't know if you, if it's because you don't like their shit or they just want you to follow them and then they'll delete you so that way it looks like they're more popular because they have more followers and they, it, I I hate it. I hate all of it. I'm already getting tense just talking about this with you guys. Like I'm I'm getting tense about it and it's a big fucking game and it's really difficult. If someone has an easy cheat. Remember back in the MySpace days, for those old enough to remember, myspace was hilarious it started out really really fun and then it basically turned into who has more friends like a popularity contest and it was very tied into music i was doing the local band thing back in the day it was so much drama it was really i i had a blast doing myspace but then they had these sort of cheats where you could post a message that would say, like, add these 20 people and they'll add you and they'll also send this message out so that and and you'll be on there. It was like this Ponzi scheme of friend adding where people would just exponentially add more and more friends. So if you're a band, you know, there was local bands around here, you would go to one of their gigs, it'd be like 10 people there and that includes their girlfriends. But you go on MySpace and they would have like 50,000 followers. And you're like, what the fuck? And then it turns out that it was just this sort of you know, Ponzi scheme of friend adding. And I think Instagram, if, if anybody has a cheat like that, let me know. Because shit, I'll, I'm not going to pay for anything. But to get out there and have a bunch of followers and stuff, I'll give it a shot. Whatever. Like, let's do it. Teach me, teach me how that works. I'll, I'll add you if you add me. That's so dumb. I feel so dumb even just saying that, but I did. Anyway, so Instagram is a pain in the ass. That's really all I have today. Um, I'm going to have another Molson. I'm going to enjoy the evening. And I'm trying to think if there was something else that I... Because there was something on the tip of my tongue that I really wanted to mention to you guys. And I want to look at my phone real quick because that's where I make a lot of my notes. Um... My wife wants me to carry around one of these moleskin notepads, and I guess I should. There's something about writing stuff down that kind of makes it feel a little more substantial. But um, I'm looking at my notes now, and I got nothing. I I mean, I have some some things here and there, Um, but I did mention that classic rock should now be called antique rock. You heard it here first. All right, everybody, enjoy your weekend. I'm signing out. Not sure what I'm going to do for intro outro. I might bail on the beers in the basement. I'd like to get a little more feedback from listeners out there of what you think. Should I should I make it the rock the rock songs that I was doing originally, or should I just keep it with the beers in the basement? Those are sort of half cocked, kind of unfinished product that I've just been putting out there. I kind of like it, but I also am willing to hear suggestions from you guys. Let me know. Otherwise, have a good weekend. This weekend is the 6th. I think um, Mike wants to have his uncle come in in two weeks. So tune in for that. I'm not sure yet what's happening for next week. And then it's almost Portland time, baby. Oh my God. I'm so excited again. I'm going to be every every goddamn brewery again i have to do it there's ones that i have to see allegash i got to come in to see you guys main brewing company i have to see your facility that's now in freeport um shipyard is always awesome but i want to see some of the smaller guys out there definitely hitting up liquid riot for lunch because their beer food combination is just out of sight and you sit outside and you watch the boats and uh guys it's the best um and that's what we have coming up I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little something together Maybe a schedule And try to get some people in here And go from there Alright everybody thanks for tuning in Keeping this one short Just about 25 minutes And hopefully Spotify doesn't fuck it up And congratulations to my friends That just had a baby A baby boy I don't want to say who Because I don't know if they Well no fuck it He posted on social media Sebastian and his wife Courtney They had a baby Jesse He's adorable and I'm so excited to meet him hopefully tomorrow so congratulations guys that's all I got all right everybody have a great weekend of beer. you, take one down, you pass it